Escape from Plan A. And I think it's because of what we're talking about, that assimilation into whiteness does not mean that I want you to see me as white. I just don't want you to see any of my ethnicity because in this situation, like being at work in this setting or being in a, in a, in a, it's sort of in a multicultural social space that the, the, the reason I'm not seen as part of the group is because I carry an excess. But if you flip the question, this is, this is what I want to ask you, is so to the degree to which you say, oh, you're noticing what I carry with me, and that's a problem. Okay, we all complain about that. But what hallmark of whiteness, cultural whiteness, have we ever really been excluded from? Like, what, what are we not allowed to do? You know how, like, white people are not allowed to take our food or they're not allowed to do, they're not allowed to take our, you know, they're not allowed to play our roles. Like, if it's an Asian role, like, white people can't play it, right? We push back on that. And everyone agrees. I'm not saying they can, okay? I'm not saying they can. I'm just saying this is the state of No, the- I get your question completely because mm. I, I actually think about that quite a bit. Like, well, we- I love being Asian. Mm. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. You mean in terms of, like, uh, what white people do? Like, in terms of, in terms of... You know these hall these tro- these trappings of culture, right? Um, we're free to do we're free to do a lot. I think we're in some ways we're we're freer than white people. Uh, I know that's probably that's. Uh, I don't know how to I don't know how to talk my way out of the, that, but like you know I I have never felt it to be a burden. In other words, mm-hmm. you know. Do you know what I mean? Um. Yeah, but what I'm asking is more like we there are things that we don't let people take from us, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're protective of it. But what are white people protective of? What what about white culture are we not allowed as non-white people to take? Are we not allowed uh, to wear their clothes? Are we not allowed to celebrate their holidays? Are we not allowed You see what I'm saying like what is I it do, about yeah. white people white peopleness are we not allowed to take? That's what I'm interested in, and 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 I'm asking that rhetorically because I think honestly the answer is not much. I think. Oh, phew. <laughs> I was like sweating, like oh my god, I don't know how to answer. This <laughs> yeah, question. I'm saying that there's not much. I think it's there, and that's what I mean by the asymmetry, is that yeah. there there isn't much to to take that, that uh, there isn't much that they're protective of, and mm-hmm. it's just it's a very well, curious I think about thing. This Andrew Yang. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about this in light of Andrew Yang's uh, remarkably successful campaign so far uh, for president. Right. Uh, you look at Asia, like the really politically activated Asian American discourse. You'll, I mean, it doesn't take long for the conversation to go to. Well, should we go back to Asia? Right. And someone will talk, and then you know the whole white worshiping thing, which is another tropey term we should probably unpack at some point. Um, Right, talking about how white worshiping Asia is, et cetera, how it's, you know, we're all subordinate to white supremacy, et cetera, so on and so forth. People talking about in Asia, there's still too many white people who just, who kind of, who act like they own the joint. And I'm not saying that's false, um, but I don't know how to, and I, and I, and I can see their point, and I understand, you know, the dominance of, of white supremacist thinking in the United States. 
Yet at the same time, I don't know of any Asian country where a white guy is running for the top job. Do you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. It, it, it's a really, it's, it's a weird, uh, and, and people, you know, here's the thing. It's like, I've brought this up before. It's like, it, it is a fundamentally different thing that Andrew Yang, that there is, like, white people will seriously consider. I mean, look, they, they did elect Obama. I mean, as much mm-hmm. as we skewer that idea as being, like, fake woke, can you imagine a black president in any other country that, you know, honestly, like, can you really imagine a black president? Outside of Africa? Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it is pretty exceptional that that happens in America. Now, the th- thing is, you can never go into that topic without someone telling you how that's bullshit. And I'm like, okay, it's bullshit, but it's still worth talking about. Because it did happen. Well, I don't know it why it's fucking well, happened. I don't know why it's bullshit. Like, well, I think it is bullshit. The no, list of no, I think it's bullshit to the extent that they think that because we elected uh, Obama that we're not racist. But yeah, yeah, no, no, I get your point that it's not. You know, I won't accept the argument that oh, we elected a black president, so you know, racially we're all fine, uh, right? And again, it's that whole like inter- that complicated interplay of race and class uh, that kind of you know. This time, the math just worked out, and Obama got elected. But, you know, in the years since, we can kind of tell that there is, it's not exactly a resolved problem. Um, yet at the same time, show me the list of candidates, you know, people running for office in, in you know, Asian countries, right? Just to use that as an example. And show me one white guy. For all of Asia's supposed white, you know, white-worshipping tendencies and how it's a lost cause, um, show me show me show me show me an example of that so there's there is something uh there there is something to whatever's going on in america that only becomes visible when you do contrast it to other countries Uh, and i don't know how to talk about that i I I just don't don't really have the language i just don't think i think we got to start from the perspective that whiteness is not you know a member of the same species it's just that's not the right word it is not a. It is not a. <laughs> like, it is, whoa, no, I'm not. That's not where war. I'm going with this. Whiteness as a term it does not fall within the same category as you know, um, really anything else. When in terms of like the ethnicity of someone, right? Whiteness is a sort of like transcendent category, so to speak. It 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 has to do with losing that identity altogether. And uh, as an example, this, this I'd might... I'd say refined. I think the conception of it, the, you know, the psychosocial conception of white is as it's a refined uh, characteristic. Well, right? we, like we, I think we do... Well, yeah, petroleum. I think we refine it here in the sense that we think losing your ethnic identity is a good thing and thus assimilation yes. is a good thing. Um, yes. Uh, but, but, you know, it came to... Like, I remember... Um, when I was, I was on this plane from New York to Portland, and you can imagine, it's like the Hipster Express, right? And I'm watching this uh, hipster guy, white guy, who is like kind of like catty corner to me in front of the aisle, so I can totally see what he's watching on his laptop, and he's watching Master of None. And he's watching uh, this, he's watching this like little brown dude. Uh, it's, it's the episode where he starts... He's, he first meets that girl, and there's just, like, these really sort of rather explicit sex, te- sex scenes in it between him and this, like, white girl. And I was thinking of how unlikely it would be that I would be on this similar flight in China watching a Chinese person, 
a Chinese man, a young man, a hipster white man, watching a Chinese television show in Chinese of a of a white of a little white guy, a little smarmy little white guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, going to town on some hot Chinese girl on 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 his laptop on a flight from you know Beijing to uh, Chengdu, you know, like it's not going to happen. You're mm-hmm. not going to see that. Why? <laughs> why won't it happen? And why does it? Why is he consuming this? Like why? Right, and because I was like, I really don't think, you know, any other people would like really want to watch it, you know. But it was insanely popular, and it just kind of, it was strange to me. And I, it's, I, I, I started realizing like there just isn't the same. Whiteness is not symmetrical. It is not like the other ones in the group. It's different, and I don't mean white people like Caucasians. I mean that ethnic identity of being white. I, I think it's a class identity. I really think white is, it is. a class like white like what we talk when yes. we colloquially say whiteness is a class identity. Absolutely. Um yes. So and like, there are I, terms I feel like but, a- but there are terms to it and I think that with class I, I totally totally agree with you. I think it is fundamentally a class identity in America. And I think that the thing is that entrance into that class does not operate by the principle of the American dream. So you don't just work hard and get into that class. There is a cultural change that you need to undergo in order to enter that class. And I think part of that is really losing your ethnic identity altogether. It's not replaced with anything. I think you really got to drink that Kool-Aid and be like, there is no such thing as race. I really think that at some level, they believe that. And they would be happy if non-Caucasian people would lose their ethnic identity just like they formerly Europeans fully lost their identity. I think, I think it assuages that anxiety because um like I grew up in a pretty Asian dominated area. Um there were white people there. It was basically all, mostly Asian and a handful of white people. Um that was the demographic breakdown. Uh, and the thing that I would notice over and over again is um it would it would kind of like hanging out in these in these pretty Asian heavy groups would kind of trigger this sort of process of uh, introspection and kind of self exploration among the white people. Uh, have you ever noticed that? Like you get a big Asian yeah. group and there's like a there's like a white person in it and then all of a sudden this white person's like you know what I'm gonna look into what Denmark is like and like you didn't you didn't give a shit for thirty years and now you want to talk about yeah Denmark? I like, I told what? you one of the best conversations I ever heard between a white guy and a Chinese guy took place on the on on my university campus where I overheard two grad students in engineering one said he was gonna fly back to China for Chinese New Year's mm-hmm. he was he was telling his his white friend about how he's gonna do that and he, you know and the white friend who was being very loud about it and excited was because the Chinese guy was complaining what a pain in the ass this holiday is. (laughs) And the the white guy was like, dude, you don't know how fucking lucky you are. You have culture, man. Like, do you know how cool that is? Like you have a fucking like whole culture. He's like, I we have cereal (laughs) and cartoons. Okay. And I got at that age, uh, for some reason, I just understood what he meant.